This is Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan. The days are getting longer, so there's more time to travel safely to places like Charlevoix. You know it's beautiful at summertime, but you'll be even more impressed when it's decorated with snow. Even though the dogs won't be racing this year in Marquette, there's plenty to enjoy in this winter paradise. And the fun in the snow continues in two of the Lower Peninsula's winter getaways, Gaylord and Traverse City. We travel Michigan next, where your trip begins at michigan.org. Welcome to Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan. Good to be back with you again this week as we explore the uh, beauties of Pure Michigan during winter time. I don't know if you've been out, uh, but let me tell you, I've been out in many places around Michigan already this winter, mostly kind of the northern tier of the lower peninsula so far. Haven't had time to get up to the upper peninsula yet, but I know I will. And as I have been traveling, I've been making sure to take those Pure Michigan safety protocols in place. We call it the Pure Michigan Pledge. I hope you're doing that, uh, whether you're traveling or whether you're just staying closer to home. Uh, you know the simple things, keeping your hands clean. You know all of them. You know, um, you know keep that six-foot distance and stay home if you're sick, um, wearing that face mask. Uh, indoors and even outdoors when you're around other people. So let's keep on doing that uh, with the vaccines coming now. Uh, if we all do our part, we're going to get through this thing pretty darn fast. And then we're going to be able to get out there to all the many places around Michigan that we want to get to. I'm sure one of the places that you will want to get to as quickly as you can is Charlevoix. We call it Charlevoix the Beautiful uh, because it just simply is. And another beautiful person to start the program is Amanda Wilkins. She is the Executive Director of the Charlevoix Convention Visitors Bureau. Amanda, it's great to have you on the program. Uh, how are things going? Things are great up here in Charlevoix. Thanks so much for having me, Dave. That was quite the intro. How do you like that? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's been, it. it's been so long since I've been able to uh, see you and be with you. And like so many other people in the industry, you know, we've been meeting like this, uh, in this case on the radio or, you know, in Zoom meetings. And, and I have to tell you, I am really ready to get going, to, um, to travel again. And, and one of the places that I want to spend a lot of time in is the Charlevoix area. It truly is a beautiful place for seasons of the year. It sure is, yes. Winter is um, really underrated here in Charlevoix. Um, the people that live here year-round absolutely love the winter time um, because we get out and we enjoy the beautiful snow and we enjoy the great outdoors um, that Northern Michigan has to offer. So we enjoy it all four seasons. Um, Charlevoix is very popular in the summertime, uh, but I really want people to come up here in the winter and experience what we do offer in the wintertime, which is that absolutely crisp, clean snow and um, the beautiful um, waters, you know, the snow glistening and sparkling in the wintertime. It's just absolutely beautiful. Well, for, we do still have stuff going on this year. Yeah, it's, uh, well, it's true. And that's, you know, that's the thing. I think most people think of Charlevoix and going there just to kind of take in the atmosphere. And I don't blame them for that. But you've um, you've continued to marshal on and you do have some pretty cool events you're, you're, you've scheduled for this winter. Yes, we have um, every Friday evening um, during the wintertime, we have candlelight hikes happening um, at Mount McSaba. So it is from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. every Friday evening till the end of February. 
um, at Mount McSaba. So there's some beautiful uh, trails through the woods at Mount McSaba. If you've never been to Mount McSaba in Charlevoix, you have to come experience it. It is um, superb. It is just so great for, um, so it's a ski hill. Um, and it's great for learning how to ski. Um, it's perfect for um, families that have young kids that want to learn how to ski. So that ski hill, that sledding hill experience, um, it's a small ski hill. Uh, so once you perfect your, your craft at Mount McSaba, it, it's time to go hit up the big um, surrounding resort hills like the Boeing and Nupsnab and um, Shush Mountain. So, we're, we're close to all of those places, but we do have this beautiful little ski hill right in Charlevoix. Um, I, I love that. I, I, you know, I love it when uh, little towns have these uh, hills that they can use for, especially for wintertime, but just for hiking and such. Now, these Friday night uh, candlelit uh, hikes, do you recommend people go out and get snowshoes or is it okay just to be in your boots? You can come however you want. Um, so you can bring your snowshoes and go off trail, but if you do stay on the trails, uh, you can just wear your snow boots, um, which is a lot of fun. And um, I sometimes I uh, dish out work a little bit early on Fridays and <laughs> go help set up the course. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, it, is, it is so fun. Um, and to get out in the dark and uh, because you're in the woods, it's not really windy. Um, on windy days, they stay in the woods. Some days they do go out um, to the lake, so you can see Lake Michigan as well. Um, there's a bonfire, and um, you know they they ask that only a few people congregate around that at, at a time. But it is um, it is just so much fun and a great experience for you know if you're a couple coming up or a family. It's just a lot of fun um, and and very romantic in the woods with all the candles lit. It's it's. It's just beautiful. I'm sure you can bring a flashlight if you want to as well. Sure. <laughs> yep. <laughs> there, there's plenty of light. Uh, there's plenty of light. But if, if you want to go off the trail, maybe you should bring a flashlight. Well, Amanda, we we are already uh, down to just a minute left. So uh, tell me a little bit about uh, the Dog Man Challenge. Yes, that is on February 20th. It is a fat tire bike race. Um, so it is a great it's a great experience. It's also at Mount McSaba, um, kind of our winter destination here in Charlevoix. Um, but it is a timed event and people come from all over the place to race this event. Um, if, if you don't have a fat bike, um, you can also rent one from Revolution Bike, who is the host of the event. Um, you could also just come out and watch because <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, the the track is beautiful. It's 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 very challenging, um, but there's also beginners that race it as well. So it's a great race and lots of fun. I'm so happy to hear an event like that is happening. I know you're keeping it safe, as safe as possible, so the competitors will know all the rules and people who are going out there to watch that. Make sure to wear your mask. If you're uh, going to be shoulder to shoulder with people or, you know, try to distance as much as possible as well. Lots of things happening in Charlevoix, and it's just a great place to check out. Go to the website, visit charlevoix.com. We head to Marquette next here on Travel Michigan, where your trip begins at michigan.org. It's Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan, and I can't wait until I can head up to the Upper Peninsula. I'll be doing that very soon, actually, and one of the places I'm going to go to is what we're going to hear about next. It is Marquette. 
and to tell us about your next trip up to the Marquette area, let's bring in Susan Estler. Susan is the Executive Director of Travel Marquette. Susan, welcome to the program. Hey, Dave. Great to be on. Really happy you're here and uh, even happier that I'm going to be up there pretty soon. Uh, You know my love of the Marquette area. It is just such a special place, four seasons of the year. Uh, I forgot how long ago it was that you arrived as executive director, but you've been through a couple of cycles at least of, um, you know, winters and such. So I know that uh, you knew what you were going to experience this winter. A little bit different, of course, because of COVID, but it certainly is a special place, especially at wintertime. Yeah, it definitely is. And there's plenty of room to roam, um, whether it's during the summer or even during the winter. We have tons and tons of trails that you would be able to go on, whether you're snowshoeing, cross-country skiing, or um, fat tire biking. You can do that as well. Well, uh, I really do want to talk mostly about those outdoor experiences that we can enjoy because, you know, that's kind of what I'm into. But I know there are a lot of our listeners out there who are thinking, well, I just want to go to a place where I can find a nice hotel, maybe just uh, enjoy maybe some short walks to enjoy the atmosphere, some drives around, uh, maybe going into some unique stores with that in mind i have to ask you about getz's i mean getz's what a what a cool store that there's this connection with the out of doors because of the products that they they sell oh getz's is an amazing store uh, i go in there quite often and it's just amazing the um the merchandise that they have whether you're looking for warm boots or mittens or um something to ski with any type of activity Um, all different types of brands, Carhartt, North Face, uh, and so on. So it's really incredible when you look at the store, you don't think it's that big, but it just goes on forever, and they have anything you would ever want. Stormy Cromers, too. Yeah, true. They have a huge Stormy Cromers section, uh, which, of course, is the Stormy Cromers just made down the road, so to speak. So kind of nice that that they're right there. Now, if you are, um, you know, wanting to take a little drive around town, maybe get out of the car here and there for some sightseeing, what are some places that you could recommend? I'm going to start you out with one that I love, and that's the Lighthouse. It really is beautiful. It really is. Uh, You need to be careful when you're going around that area because ice does form. Um, So you need to use caution as you're uh, hiking around the area. But it is really breathtaking and certainly an icon. Uh, The Red Lighthouse in Marquette is um, something that you see pretty much any place along the coastline um, as it was intended, and hmm. uh, it's really very special place. I also like Presque Isle yeah. and going there uh, during the winter especially. The ice formations and seeing how the wind affects the ice. I know it sounds really cold, but it's really cool, and as long as you bundle up and um, and are moving around, you'd be amazed at how warm you can stay uh, even during the coldest times of year. Yeah. True. Um, well, of course, if you're at uh, Presque Isle Park, you're going to see Lake Superior. And I think any view of Lake Superior from anywhere in Marquette is pretty special. It really is. And I think that's the thing that there really is a highlight with the city of Marquette is the fact that we do have so much of the uh, lakefront that is accessible by anybody. There are walking paths and you can go along and just enjoy the beauty and just really marvel at how magnificent Lake Superior is. 
Well, the um, the thing about driving around Marquette is uh, really interesting is that it's kind of a hilly town. So you have all these different vantage points that you can enjoy, you know, taking in the natural scenery or those those really cool older buildings as well. Yeah, definitely. And um, it's really a very special town as well. I know, you know, I'm really singling out Marquette, the city of Marquette. Um, there's also Ishpeming and Nagani. Uh, they have wonderful things going on. And if you're a snowmobiler, those are places that you would love to be mm. staying at some of the uh, local hotels and uh, going on the snow- snowmobile trails. And then we have Big Bay. Uh, there's the Thunder Bay Inn and um, they are open uh, for food and beverage and also lodging. And quite frequently, they do have um, beautiful trails that you can go cross country skiing as well as snowmobiling. Mm. I can't wait to get back up there myself. It's been a long time since I've been up to Big Bay. Need to get there. You mentioned snowmobiling. Um, I know it's big in uh, many other places in the UP. Is that a big thing in Marquette as well? Well, the city of Marquette actually doesn't allow snowmobiles, but there are many other areas outside of Marquette, the city proper, that you can enjoy snowmobiling. Uh, Marquette Township uh, has just done... um, access underneath 41 so you don't need to cross over the main highway uh, Hmm. at this point and there are a lot of wonderful trails that go up through big bay nagani ishpeming gwen too Um, there are a lot of great trails up in that area as well well uh, i know you have a lot of hotels for people to enjoy as well so it's not like they would have a problem finding a place to stay uh, normally and i would suppose it's still the same this winter right Right. Yeah, there are definitely some busier times during the during the winter months, but um, generally you should be able to find a hotel room with whatever access you would like, whether you're looking to do any of the trails and doing uh, fat tire biking or um, doing some cross-country skiing, even just snowshoeing. It's beautiful, absolutely breathtaking to be mm, here. Yeah in this area. I agree. Well, you mentioned fat tire biking, and I know that uh, Marquette is typically a really big, you know, event spot, a lot of big events. COVID's caused some challenges with that, of course. But uh, the uh, the Polar Roll, they're, they're, they're still offering that in a different way this, this year. Can you explain that? Yeah, certainly. Um, the director for um, Crusher and Polar Roll came up with a format for Crusher this summer called an EX format. And um, you can register online, and the day of the event that you choose, you come, you pick up your tracker, uh, do your race, and return the tracker. So there's a uh, 60-day window that you're able to actually do the, the race, which is really unique and lets you go on the pace that you feel comfortable, um, not having a large group of people, and certainly something unique. Oh, very cool. Well, one of the other big events that's still happening this year, people might want to check out, is the uh, Upper uh, Michigan uh, Ice Racing event. Uh, and and that, that's like a series of races. It is. And it's very family friendly. Uh, definitely um, something that is a lot of fun. Uh, definitely challenging. Um, it started, in, it's in Gwyn, and uh, every Saturday, Uh, They do have the ice races. It includes rubber tires and studded tires. Um, The majority of them are during the day, uh, but February 27th, uh, they are doing a night race. It's a quarter mile track in Gwyn, 
and you can have a great time uh, watching the people race. Yeah, well, of course, you're going to be um, uh, all bundled up uh, and probably wearing a mask anyway. So just, you know, keep your distancing and enjoy that fun event uh, on Saturdays. Uh, sounds like a, a blast. You know, we should mention in Ishpeming at this time of the year, it might be a good, good time to go to the museum there. Uh, can you tell us quickly about it? We're almost out of time. Well, um, yes, you can certainly do that. They're doing the ski jumping, and it is the Hall of Fame. Uh, so you can go. It's a very distinct building. Looks like a ski jump. Yeah. Um, and it is definitely a unique experience. And also Marquette Mountain uh, is a great place to check out, too, if you're interested in alpine skiing and downhill skiing. They do have a new owner. Yes, I heard. So new owners of uh, Marquette Mountain. So uh, skiing opportunities there. And, you know, I just have to tell you, Susan, it's just such a beautiful place. Even if I was just going up there just to kind of, you know, enjoy the atmosphere, I would do it. But I also like to get out there like you do. And uh, a hike or snowshoe hike or fat tire bike, the options are endless. You're going to love it. It is Marquette and it is beautiful. I think I'll say especially at wintertime. So check it out. The website is travelmarquette.com. Com. Uh, do your checking in advance. Make sure you have your bookings and have a good time. Our thanks to Susan Essler for being with us today. We head to Gaylord next here on Travel Michigan, where your trip begins at michigan.org. It's Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan. Anybody who's listened to this program before knows that I just love winter, probably maybe a little bit too much because, man, uh, I know that uh, you summer lovers out there kind of wince just a little bit every time I say how much uh, winter is, is such a special uh, time, and a, especially right here in this very special place that we call Pure Michigan. But, you know, the thing is, it's just true. And if you're going to just kind of open up your mind to the possibility and then kind of get out there, I know you're going to change your mind if you're kind of one of those anti-winter people, especially if you head up to the Gaylord area. That's going to change your mind, change your life. To tell us all about that, let's bring in Paul Beach now. He's the executive director of the Gaylord CVB. Uh, Paul, good to have you with us. Hey, Dave. How you doing today? Doing okay. In fact, uh, I'm looking forward to being up in your area. I'm heading up. Um, let's see. I'm going to come up this coming weekend, and I'm looking forward to that uh, because I just love the area. And you know, uh, I, I know you're you're just like me. You love winter. Now, I, I'm. I already know the answer to this question. I'm going to write it down. I'm going to write it down right now. Uh, if I were to ask you, what's the one thing that you most like to do at wintertime outdoors? What would you say? The one thing I like to do most outdoors in the winter is I love to go snowshoeing. <laughs> I am a, I you know this because I've taken you out yep. uh, in the Gaylord area, and I am a snowshoe fanatic because yeah. it's f easy, it's fun. If you can walk, you can snowshoe. And there's just something really cool about walking on top of the snow. But really, Dave, the other thing that um, is so fascinating about snowshoeing is you see the northern Michigan woods. You see hills and vistas and valleys that you'll never see when there's leaves on the tree. So it gives you a whole new perspective on our environment and what things look like but it's so peaceful and it's so quiet um, when you're out there you get a nice 
quiet day with a little bit of sunshine and maybe a 30 degree temperature and a pair of snowshoes you know I, I have a golden retriever that goes <laughs> everywhere with me my dog mac and he loves it and um it's just really a special special thing that you you just you can't experience at other times of year it's just a different way of being out in the woods i agree now i had written down snowshoe with mac so pretty good (laughs) (laughs) we are you and i are in that same winter lover club i think you and i are vying to be chairman (laughs) of that club and um you, you're definitely more important than me, so you'll oh, probably yeah, right. edge me out. <laughs> yeah, well, well, you live in the perfect place to enjoy that, and and Paul, you know, I, I really, I'm really glad you you really mentioned that about the fact that you can just see so much more. First off, if you're on snowshoes, you can kind of get off the little trail a little bit, even in deep snow, and you can go to places that maybe you've never been able to get to before. Is it the Sturgeon River Valley? Is that the valley that's uh, that kind of is right there in Gaylord? Yeah, there's two major river valleys, Dave. There's the Sturgeon River Valley, and literally at the Otsego Resort is Mm -hmm. at the um, headwaters of the Sturgeon River Valley. And there are areas where water literally bubbles out -hmm. of the ground near the Otsego Resort um, to start the Sturgeon River. And then, of course, um, a little further east, Atop of the Pigeon River Valley is Treetops Resort. Uh, in the same scenario, there are areas, Dave, we have a, the highest elevation in the lower peninsula, uh, uh, and um, we have five major river systems and very sandy soil, so the water perks through and it starts those major river systems. But, you know, um, two outstanding ski resorts, and both of them in addition to downhill skiing, um, both offer extreme tubing. And it's not like when you and I were on a toboggan as a kid. You know, I had seven in my family, and we all got on one great big toboggan and went down uh, in Lansing. But So it's not like that where you have to trudge back up the hill. The lifts at both of the resorts pull you and the tube back up to the yeah. top of the hill it requires zero skill level, <laughs> and the biggest problem you have when you get to the bottom of the hill is how to wipe the grin off your face. Because <laughs> I don't care what age you are, if you're kids, if you're a 57-year-old adult like me, it is absolutely a blast, and anyone can do it. It's a fun thing to do with the family, but um, really uh, unique offerings. Um And the other thing I recommend to people on uh, winter activities is, you know, at some point, I think a lot of Michiganders have tried getting on a a pair of downhill skis and, you know, maybe you've gotten it out of, out of, out of it for a while and you want to get back into it, or you've tried it, maybe you didn't have a good experience. The equipment has changed dramatically, Dave, Mm -hmm. and the equipment now is so easy. I always recommend people, you know, get out there and get a lesson you know good instructors can get you going down the hill they can get you making easy turns the equipment these days is so nice i mean you literally lean one direction and they'll have you turning like a pro so get out there and get a lesson there's a lot of great ski schools and they love you know the ski resorts with ski schools they love when you get a lesson with your kids or your kids get a lesson with their friend, it makes it a lot more fun when you're doing that activity with someone you like to be around. It's it's more fun, you know, you're not gonna get out there 
with a bunch of strangers. They really uh, recommend it. So I always tell people, you know, if you want to try it, get out there and get a lesson. You'd be surprised uh, maybe um, how much better and easier things are than than it was uh, years ago. You know, you are so right. Well, the thing is, um, I actually should take one of those lessons. Take your advice there. I I almost always now rent skis, even though I have Alpine and Nordic skis, but they're so old. To your point, these newer skis, <laughs> they're just in you know, the bindings. Everything's more comfortable. It just works better. I really need to upgrade one of these days, <laughs> but uh, for the time being, I rent, and it'd be a great idea to do the the class. You, you yeah. also mentioned. That you know, both at Exito, at Seco Club and at uh, Treetops, the elevation is kind of misleading because you start out at the top. When you drive to those resorts, you're kind of at the top of the hills. You are. Yeah. So, so you, you might be a little surprised. Where's the hill? Well, you're on it, and you're going to go down, and you're going to go into that valley, and it's just awesomely beautiful. So, mm-hmm. highly recommend that. Now, something else we should mention is the opportunity in your area to do something very unique at wintertime, and that is river rafting. This is not white water, but it's certainly, you're going to see a lot of white snow. You are, and you know, the first thing we tell people is, uh, if you go to our website, gaylordmichigan.net, we have a little uh, section called Winter Rafting 101 because the first question inevitably is, it's not like a sunny day on a canoe where you're going to worry about going over the side. Winter Rafting comes with a guide. Um, you're on a, a, a raft that will hold uh, seven people, uh, six people and the guide. They tell you uh, when to paddle, when to hold back. They're guiding that raft. You are not going to go in the water uh, unless, of course, you want to, but you're not going to go in, Dave. It's very safe, um, and it's just um, extremely fun. There's two outfitters that we work very closely with in the Gaylord area, Sturgeon River Paddle Sports up near Wolverine, Michigan. Uh, you can look them up uh, on our website, and Big Bear Adventures up in Indian River. So you show up, they give you a little, they give you a basic safety lesson, you dress like you would be doing an out winter outdoor activity. Throw on snow pants and boots and a hat and gloves. But you, you, you're going to be busy rafting. You're going to be paddling a little bit. But you're going to see nature. All the wildlife comes down to the river uh, because the lakes are frozen, so they got to drink. You're going to see deer. We've seen otter. We've seen turkeys. We've seen every type of bird species. And, and they're all coming down to the river, and they can't hear you because you're on this quiet raft. It's really, yeah. most of these excursions take about an hour and a half, maybe two hours, but they drop you and the guide off at the takeoff point. They pick you back up, and they bring you back to where you started. It's really effortless, but absolutely, um, it's absolutely a, a blast, and it's something you really want to, brag to your friends that hey have you ever been out winter rafting because Mm. it's just it's just a great experience and and one of those few things that you can do here in michigan and and in northern michigan as well and if you want to really understand what they mean by the quiet sports of winter you're going to really enjoy that rafting experience as many uh, other things you're going to enjoy as well downhill cross-country snowmobiling so many cool things um, in in addition to uh, snowshoeing that paul talked about that you can do in the area i know you'll love it you'll want to check in advance to make sure you can get your bookings in advance and then you know know before you go about all the rules 
As Paul mentioned, the website is gaylordmichigan.net. Check out that website first, do some investigation, and then head up to any of those resorts or stay at one of the hotels in the Gaylord area. I can tell you, I can guarantee that you're going to have a good time. The website again, gaylordmichigan.net. And our thanks to Paul Beechnaw for being with us today from the Gaylord area CVB. We head to Traverse City next here on Travel Michigan, where your trip begins at michigan.org. It's Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan. Uh, happy to say that uh, we are going to a place that many, many people know and love. It's the Traverse City area. And actually, we're going to talk to a uh, young man who has often been the co-host of this program. During COVID, we've had to do our, uh, our sessions from remote locations. So it's a little strange not being in the studio and having a co-host, but I've made it through some out, Trevor. Uh, Trevor DeKotch is the Convention Visitors Bureau Executive Director from Traverse City Tourism. And uh, Trevor, I've really looked forward to that day when you're going to be able to co-host the program with me again. Well, I agree. I, I'm lonely. It's uh, <laughs> it's nice that you've you've been such a good uh, travel director for our state and really worked hard to travel all across the state and it's safely, mind you, and and observe how we are operating uh, in each of our destinations. And I, I appreciate that. But I would like to go back to a little bit of normalcy. I'd love to come down and do the show face to face with you once again. Yeah, we'll we'll get to there uh, very soon. You know, the the vaccines are out there. We don't. Don't say this enough because we've been so, I think, overcome with the challenges that COVID have has provided us and all the very serious health issues and such that I think sometimes we don't really kind of look to the future enough. We don't look to all those those big positives in the future as the vaccines are coming out. We know how to keep people safe by traveling safely, you know, taking that pure Michigan pledge and doing all those things that everybody knows about now, you know, the simple things of distancing, wearing a mask, staying home when you're sick, um, you know, things like this. We can all do that. But, um, but you know, better times are ahead. So right now, the fact is you can still go to beautiful places like Traverse City, have a great time. And your community has done so many great things to help lead the effort for safe travel. I know the restaurant community has been doing some great things to allow people to still enjoy some great food in a foodie town. Well, we were lucky uh, when the pandemic first hit and when the state uh, was completely shut down as we assessed the situation, Traverse City was given an opportunity early on, uh, Memorial Day weekend, I remember it vividly, we were given the opportunity to open up. Uh, and, and so we, we have had a great deal of time to, I will say, perfect our, uh, our operations here in northern Michigan uh, to make sure that we do maintain a safe environment, not only for the visitor, but for the employees who serve those guests, and then also for the community at large. So a lot of credit needs to be given to the collective work that the restaurants, bars, the hotels, uh, together they worked. No, no one could have a competitive advantage in this situation. They worked together to make sure our, our community stayed safe and we could continue to operate as close to normal as possible. 
Well, I was up uh, in Traverse City. Um, actually, my mom, who's visiting from Florida, wanted to show her Traverse City when I had a few days off. So we drove up there. Let's see. I think it was on New Year's Day of or New Year's. Yeah, it was New Year's Day of all things, and kind of drove around town. Uh, took some some sightseeing in, and really enjoyed it. And you know, that's the thing. You don't have to go to a place just because it's a great place for events. You can just enjoy the atmosphere itself. And that's the beauty of, of Traverse City, right? We've got a great indoor uh, indoor world, but our outdoor world is equally as exciting. And what we've uh, been able to do is convert on a dime uh, from the indoor to the outdoor. So you see a lot of great restaurants and attractions when the restrictions have made it in such that we can't come indoor. They've created a world and environment outdoor to continue to serve guests with the same level of quality uh, and, and excitement and energy that they had in inside. So regardless of where we are regular, from a regulatory standpoint and with the vaccines, I think listeners should understand when you come to Traverse City, you're still getting your Traverse City experience. It may be a little bit, look a little bit different but we're going to deliver on our promise that we've made uh, from day one. Uh, what are the wineries doing these days? Um, are you still able to uh, get into uh, some of the wineries um, just to kind of check them out? I'm sure tastings aren't, aren't uh, something being offered right now, at least I'd guess. Well, you know, all of them are doing it differently. We've got more than 40 options up here, as people know, in the Leelanau and Old Mission Peninsulas. And and everybody does it differently. And quite frankly, most of them are offering some type of uh, environment outside right now uh, to to take take in some of their, their uh, creations. That said, a lot of people are also coming to town, grabbing that bottle of wine and heading back to their, their hotel yeah. room or finding a third uh, location to take you know take it all in as they have in the past in Traverse City so you can still experience it it's just going to look a little bit different you know we um, actually drove up uh, Old Mission Peninsula on New Year's Day and it was really nice to be able to drive up that beautiful peninsula when it was so very quiet beautiful snowy great views we checked out um, you know the actual mission area of Old Mission which I've only been to a couple of times before before and then went up to the lighthouse and I was really impressed with the number of people who were walking those trails walking their dogs getting the fresh air uh, the beauty is just stunning it really is. And that's, you know, one thing that's stayed consistent through this entire pandemic is that outdoor activity is still recommended. And, you know, in, in northern Michigan, we have the luxury of being fairly rural, pretty spread out. So when you go to great uh, parks like up at the Old Mission Point, or if you head out to Sleeping Bear Dunes or head into Benzie County and check out the bluffs and trails in that direction, there's a lot of open space and you you never really feel um, threatened mm -hmm. or, or, or concerned. Because I, I will say, not only do we have a great space to enjoy the outdoors and stay safe, I think people come into this market and into the area um, sensitive to the fact that we've we've made it a priority, and they um, there's I'd say a lot of our visitors and locals are very well behaved outdoor, yeah. and yeah. so even though it's a safe place, we've made it even safer by continuing to wear masks outside and keep social distance and be thoughtful about each other's space.
Well, I was just recently up at uh, both Shanty Creek Resort and Crystal Mountain Resort in your area, and I was impressed with all their safety protocols they have in place, and it was really fun to see people really enjoying themselves, buying their tickets in advance online, and then still getting up there. Um, you know, the lifts um, have been, um, you know, designed so that people will only kind of go up those hills in their little groups, so they're not even, you know, sitting next to people they don't know. It's it's still happening. Uh, so I was really happy to see that. But it got me thinking, you know, you have a couple of local hills that aren't as well known as Shanty Creek and Crystal Mountain. Are they visited by travelers or is that mostly locals who, who go there? Well, I'd say it's primarily locals, but uh, we do have Mount Holiday, which is the hill I uh, grew up skiing on, learned how to ski. And then there's Hickory Hills, uh, which is actually right in the city limits, which is pretty unique. It's actually a city-owned uh, ski hill. So they are... Um, Definitely not as uh, challenging, uh, let's say, as a Crystal Mountain or a Shanty Creek, but they are a good maybe um, entry point for someone who hasn't skied or hasn't skied in a while, you know. Uh, and I'd encourage, you know, if you are thinking about coming north and you want to get a taste of it again, you haven't done it in a while, I'd say get on TraverseCity.com and look up Hickory Hills and look up Mount Holiday. Uh, and, th- and this goes for these two and, and then also the bigger ones like Sh- uh, Shanty Creek and Crystal Mountain. You really need to make a plan in advance. The days of being able to walk up and buy a lift mm-hmm. ticket are kind of on pause. You really, I mean, because there are limits to how many people can be on these uh, properties at once, you know, you really have to think this through. So I'm not discouraging people from coming, but I say if you are wanting to, you know, as a novice, come up and try it again, or if you're coming in to really have some fun on the bigger hills, uh, you really need to plan ahead. Absolutely. Sure you've got that lift ticket before you show up. It's true. We, uh, we call it, you know, know before you go. That's kind of the rule. And then you want to book your uh, overnights as well at the resorts or at one of the hotels in Traverse City in advance just to make sure, you know, you have a room before you go. So the website is TraverseCity.com for Traverse City Tourism. You can find out more about the rules of the road. And, of course, you can get to all your important links for overnight stay bookings and such. That's Traverse City. Our thanks to Trevor Dukach for joining us today. And that's all the time we have. We'll talk to you next week here on Travel Michigan, where your trip begins at michigan.org.